Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Welcome to City Update. Now, if you're looking for the answer to the big question of the week, is this the end of the British summer? You're listening to the wrong station. However, if you want to know what's happening in the arcane world of finance, Lee Humphreys is here to tell you. So what have you got for us today, Lee? Well, um, let's, uh, looking back at the week, Ian, the FTSE's actually had a bit of a, a so-so kind of week as we, uh, as I uh, speak to you right now. Um, the FTSE's off about one, one and a quarter percent on the week. Um, the travel and tourism stocks in particular have uh, taken a, a hell of a beating, actually. Uh, Ryanair said uh, earlier on in the week uh, that uh, September and October bookings have weakened noticeably over the uh, last uh, 10 days. Uh, and uh, British Airways itself is almost back to its sort of lows of the year. It's tra- trading around the 190 uh, pence mark at the moment. It's low uh, back in May was 164. So um, the, the sector is particularly suffering at the moment. Yeah, unsurprising, really. There was a bit of false optimism, wasn't there, about quarantine, but now all over the place, yeah, quarantine's coming in. Yeah, there's some headlines coming across uh, uh, the, uh, the, the the news channels in um, just yesterday, actually. But it doesn't seem this this alarm that we're seeing over here in Europe doesn't really seem to be um, manifesting itself, um, particularly in the United States. On Wednesday night, the S&P 500 closed at an all-time high. Yes, it closed at an all-time high. It, uh, its previous high was back in February, February the 26th to be exact. Fell 33% very, very quickly, and now we've bounced back. Yeah, it seems as though um, that's mainly due to um, the money that the Federal Reserve, uh, the bank in America, has been pouring into it, rather more than their treatment of how they perceive to be handling the COVID crisis. Well, uh, look, we, we talked actually last week, didn't we, about how... Um, the market loves a, a vaccine or the potential vaccine, um, um, the headlines surrounding that. But you're absolutely right. Stimulus works very well uh, as well. Um, uh, Congress is still discussing a potential further two trillion dollar um, stimulus. Actually, here in the UK on Monday, to be specific, the self-employed um, uh, had a second government grant, a second stimulus um, of uh, just over six thousand pounds and not a moment too soon many would say okay but just going back to the states um you know the s&p doing all right sort of and uh, we said that a lot of that was down to the stimulus but i think it's isn't it about a quarter of it is due to your famous fang index you talked about the big tech companies aren't they powering ahead yeah uh, look it's become a very actually i think it might be now around about 30 even maybe 33 percent um, is tech related the uh, the the rally that we're seeing is becoming very very narrow indeed on wednesday evening apple reached a valuation of two trillion dollars um, now interestingly just 21 weeks ago it was one trillion. You can see the rally in these stocks. It's been absolutely phenomenal. Just to give you a little flavour, you mentioned Fang. I've got a new one for you, uh, Ian. It's the Fang Man. Uh, Facebook, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, and a company called NVIDIA. Well, the combined market capitalization of those seven names is around $7.6 trillion. Now, that is bigger than the combined GDP of Japan, which is the number two economy in the world, plus the UK, the number six economy in the world. That's incredible. OK. And just going back to Apple, you say they're now worth uh, two trillion. 
Uh, it's astonishing. They're closely followed, I know, by Amazon and Microsoft. But when you think about Apple, they've come a long way from those kit computers they started selling in 1976. It's astonishing. It is absolutely astonishing, isn't it, Ian? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I was actually looking at, at those, uh, some facts surrounding this, and one of the things I sort of Googled uh, um, a moment ago, actually, was how big is a trillion dollars? Well, if you basically had a trillion dollars in um, 100 dollar bills it would stretch 631 miles into the sky um now that's you know that is absolutely phenomenal in fact if you were a millionaire and you had that same those same 100 dollar bills it would just be 40 inches high so that shows by comparison how much money a trillion dollars actually is and and going back to your uh, analogy with uh, with Apple in um, I looked also um, in 2003 the company itself was worth just 10 billion dollars now no um, no episode of City Update would be the same if we didn't mention Tesla no exactly I, I love bringing the subject round uh, to our favourite car company Ian um, uh, it, on Monday it was up um, uh, about 11% which is sort of a fairly regular day for uh, Tesla right now it's also trading of course at a record high um, it is now valued at nearly two times get this all the major US car companies and airlines that is combined in um, it is right now trading up 50% from its low set last week so it was around about $1,380 a share last week. It's now trading at 2000 Absolutely incredible. It's astonishing, isn't it? And I, you know, trying to be, trying to read a few things to keep up with you a bit. And I see there's something called a price earning ratio. That's how much the company's worth over how much it earns. And the company's worth 900 times more than it actually earns, which is what, you know, people would think, well, that's just bonkers. Um, logic has flown out the window. Um, you're absolutely right. P.E. ratios are looked at. I mean, I will say in the defense of the market right now, no one really knows what earnings are in this uh, in this um, uh, current market environment. Um, it's very they're very, very, very difficult to predict. No one really knows um, what the market will end up doing, of course. Um, but yeah, it, 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 some of these valuations are a stretch. Okay, now what else you got for us? Well, I mean, the other stuff out there, again, coming really back to the UK, is the uh, continued sad news about jobs being lost. Um, Marks and Spencers, uh, we mentioned them last week, uh, said they're now cutting 7,000 jobs over the next. Uh, three months. It really was as a result of their um, uh, announcement on Tuesday that in the past 13 weeks, um, general merchandising uh, within Marks and Spencers was down 38%. Actually, food was up a wee bit. Okay. And uh, some local news I heard uh, yesterday that... Um the Britain's biggest ma bus manufacturer, I think it's Dennis, have a, a site in Guildford. They're going to lose 200 people from Guildford. So it goes everywhere, doesn't it? It certainly does. I mean, the, the, uh, the, along with the Marks and Spencer's announcement, I saw something from a, a group called the Centre for Retail Research. They said, uh, uh, looking at uh, the retail market, obviously, that uh, 3,600 shops had closed in the first half of this year, and that equated to 50,000 jobs lost this these figures are incredible and causing people so much pain absolutely so lee what next um well also uh, the announcement actually from morrison's uh, that it has um, gone into bed with 
Amazon back to the tech world. Um, now Morrison's basically uh, they've seen some pretty good growth uh, in this in this sort of pandemic uh, era. It's actually uh, grown organically uh, faster than the big four, that is Asda, Tesco, and Sainsbury's. Um, but they basically said that that for all Amazon Prime customers, they would get same day delivery for orders over forty. Pounds. It's abs- this whole market of uh, of home delivery is phenomenal. Yeah, and you said in the past that um, the companies don't actually make any money out of home delivery, but they have to do it, don't they? Uh, they do have to do it. Ocado is a really good example of that. It doesn't make a, a, a penny out of it, but they said they saw their 12-week sales were up uh, 45.5%. And I saw something from Waitrose just on Thursday morning saying that 77 percent of people now in the uk do at least some of their online uh, their, their, their grocery shopping online uh, and that compares with 61 percent last year so you can see the year-on-year growth is great okay and anything from the property market yeah i mean the the uh, property market as uh, probably a lot of our listeners uh, know is uh, is is humming along uh, quite nicely it's actually doing very well in the uh, us we had some strong data over there uh, this week as well but back in the uk we had um, right move uh, come out saying that uh, um, year on year prices in august were up 4.6% now again there's some um, stimulus uh, kind of measures here you'll remember uh, the, uh, the 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 announcement by Rishi Sunak, our Chancellor, um, that he was suspending until the end of March um, stamp duties. That is certainly um, uh, been favourable uh, there. And uh, one of our also our big house builders, Persimmon, uh, have uh, talked about on Tuesday a robust and resilient housing market. So the contrast in between certain sections of the economy, that is of retail and others, technology and housing is there for all to see. Yeah, I guess there's still a bit of a a question marker of a commercial property as people are talking about working from home. They're talking, I read some analysis, they're talking about a hub-and-spoke model where you have a small office in the middle of a city and and other sort of satellite offices around it or people working from home. So that'll have some impact on the commercial market, I guess. Well, the commercial market is incredible at the moment, Ian. Um, Schroeder is one of our biggest... um, uh, investment managers said just uh, last week that 5,100 of its employees were going to be given the option to work from home. Now, that's great for those employees. But if you are a Pret-a-Manger or uh, any other local business that surrounds that office and relies on that sort of trade for coffees, uh, snacks and lunches, etc., it doesn't feel so good. No? Okay, Lee. Well, we've ended on a bit of a down note, but thank you very much, and I'll see you next week. Absolutely. Cheers, Ian. Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.